0: listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, I hope everyone had a good break. I really do, folks. I really do. <laughs> we are deep into the mind of Dr chucky morgan folks dr chucky morgan and he is like the chucky doll ladies and gentlemen what a freak folks seriously this guy is giddy he gets excited about this he's called these things fun several times all right let's jump right back into chuck so it doesn't have to be ir Uh, it can be a number of things anything that you can co-opt is theoretically now possible to adapt to human brain functioning anything you can co-opt can now be adapted to human brain function, he says. You'd have to learn is the code. You'd have to train with it. It might not be natural at first. You might not understand
1: the signal you're getting, uh, but you can add to human brain function
0: okay so he say you can add to human brain function now this guy is not just reviewing these videos that he's showing on the screen he knows about this stuff he works in this field daily he develops this kind of uh, technology he researches this technology for the government out of his job excuse me out of his job at university of new haven so he is an authority on these subjects all right let's continue you
1: can also use it to intercept signals Uh, The experiment that was just released this last month, uh, as I said, demonstrated that people could transfer knowledge from one human to another. And I I commented to uh, a couple of my colleagues and I said I think right now the most direct application of that is going to be either covert communication or running drones. The set of experiments, I didn't have videos to show you, um, but there have been a series that have shown you can connect the human brain to a rat and control its motor movement and its tail. So you can have non-human animal drones. You can have the human brain probably run a regular drone at this point, but uh, running a non-human drone, something like a cockroach or a rat, would it be awesome? And now the...
0: Okay, 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 folks. There is a lot, a lot to absorb there because he's not watching a video. He's just speaking. Let me roll that back for you because I do think that you want to hear that again, folks. I do think you want to hear that again. Listen to what he's talking about carefully. He's saying that... He's saying that eventually, uh, at least the goal right now is for the human-to-human brain interface, is that so a human can control a drone with its mind or it can pass intelligence from one human to another human's brain right but in the case of just the drone he's talking about flying you know like a drone copter you're talking about and also and also the ability for a human mind to control a rat or to control a cockroach All right, let's listen to that one more time. Behind the wall over there that's
1: thermal insensitive, So it doesn't have to be IR. Uh, It can be a number of things. Anything that you can co-opt is theoretically now possible to adapt to human brain functioning. All you'd have to learn is the code. You'd have to train with it. It might not be natural at first. You might not understand
0: the signal you're getting. uh, But you can add to human brain function. Okay, so let me just talk about that quickly so what he was talking about there is that if they modify your brain with one of these marvel superhero superpowers right like your ability to see heartbeats through a wall he's saying that you might not be able to utilize that superpower right away you would have to be trained on recognizing this new signal being pumped into your head but you could learn how to use that new signal so it's like a baby learning how to walk for the first time, or you learning how to ride a bicycle. And so you would be trained how to utilize the new superpower you're talking about. Now he's going to get into the ability for humans to be able to control a rat or control a cockroach. Let's continue. You
1: can also use it to intercept signals. Uh, the experiment that was just released this last month, uh, as I said, demonstrated that people could transfer knowledge from one human to another, and I... I commented to uh, a couple of my colleagues, and I said, I think right now the most direct application of that
0: is going to be either covert communication or running drones. Okay, so he's talking about covert communication. So that would be you and I transferring data through our minds to each other. Okay, so you don't have to write it down. We don't have to text it. We don't have to talk on the phone. We can transfer it between our brains. And then the second, he's talking about the ability to use your mind to control a drone. All right, now he's going to get into the rats and cockroaches.
1: The set of experiments, I didn't have videos to show you, um, but there have been a series that have shown you can connect the human brain to a rat and control its motor movement and its tail. So you can have non-human animal drones. You can have the human brain probably run a regular drone at this point, but uh, running a non-human drone, something like a cockroach or a rat, would it be awesome? And now
0: would be awesome. So he says fun. He says awesome. Now he's like giggling. Okay, he's giggling. That's that's who this guy is, folks. He's a mad scientist. This is the transhumanist science uh, scientist engineers that I talk to you about all the time okay there are no limits to what they'll do they have no ethics they have no morals okay this guy will do anything he is allowed to get away with all right let's continue this point but uh, running a non-human drone something
1: like a cockroach or a rat would it be awesome and now the if you were watching the olympics and you see the coordinated maze of drones the software is now really readily available where you could uh you could have hordes of little creatures that can gain access to facilities um, or, or move around in different places, all run by a person sitting in a booth. Um, it wouldn't be—it's no more technically challenging once you do that than figuring out the logistics of how you're going to send your signal somewhere else in the world and how to protect that signal. But that's—that's um, that's now. That's not um, in the future. So as you begin to think what's in five years, the interfaces are going to become. Um,
0: all right, let's pause right there. So now, what he's saying is, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was the Super Bowl. I don't know if it was Lady Gaga or something. Remember this is back in 2018, where they had all the drones operating in the sky, and they were all synced up and uh, almost operating like a, uh, um, you know, like a dance troupe or like the, the water. Um, Uh, synchronized swimmers, okay? So it was like synchronized drones. So now he's saying you could utilize the human mind to control a synchronized group of, say, rats or mice or cockroaches to enter a facility. So what he's telling you is that the technology's here, it's now, it's real, it can be done. So could you be watching a rat run down an alleyway in New York City, and that rat is in fact controlled by a New York City cop sitting in his cubicle uh, at the police station, at the precinct. I mean, folks, are you comfortable with this? I mean, if, if a human can control the mind of a animal, how do we know that some animal at a zoo somewhere that eats a child that that child wasn't really the child of someone famous who they're getting back at, or they're threatening. I don't, the the possibilities become endless. See? And so it's going to become harder and harder to believe the narrative that the government puts out on anything when they're admitting publicly through one of their henchmen, this guy, Dr. Morgan, that they can do anything folks. They can control animals with the human mind like the animal is a remote control car and the brain is the remote is the uh the car i mean mean, just think about it folks think about it it's insanity all right let's
1: continue more delicate more refined and as transcranial magnetic stimulation it's a rather crude instrument right now it creates a feel that excites just hordes of neurons but as they as they um refine the technology so you can get a better point specificity to the neurons you actually want to activate, you should be able to do this without penetrating the skull. Um, Either someone could wear a cap, and in fact, that's how the latest brain-to-brain communication in humans was done. It was done without surgery, and uh, actually signaling uh, via some stimulation to the retina, and the brain decoding it.
0: Although, Okay, okay. So he's back to talking about The uh, transcranial, got to look at my notes, the transcranial electronic stimulation helmet. And so now he's saying they can do this stuff without having to penetrate the brain. Meaning he's saying they can do it without Elon Musk Neuralink brain chip. So that you don't have to drill a hole in your skull, implant the chip with a thousand wires going down into the brain. Which makes it quite interesting because now there'll probably be a lot of people who'd be willing to put on one of these helmets at their house without having to put the brain chip inside of their head. So will they be able to upload their mind? Well, if they can pull the thoughts out of their head that uh, trigger these movement receptors, then I'm sure they could probably do just about anything. But let's find out because Dr. Morgan might get into some of this stuff in this 2018 lecture to the cadets at the West Point Military Academy. The person consciously didn't know what the code was, the brain did. Uh, so that I
1: would recommend people becoming aware of that uh, from the human drone technology standpoint. The second field uh, that people may or may not be aware of in uh, I always tell my students, I said I wasn't around when they developed uh, atomic weapons, but um, Dr. Ventner's work is, in my view, the equivalent of the development of nuclear weapons when you realize uh, that he created life in a cell back in 2010. I don't know if people are familiar with his work, but this technology paired with something called CRISPR, which is like an editing software for genes, makes a number of things immediately available. What he did is he programmed yeast cells to produce anything he wanted. They can produce perfume. They can produce petroleum. They can produce any peptide, anything we program the DNA to do, and it's in the living cell.
0: Okay, okay, pause right there. So now he's talking about Dr. Ventner, and he's talking about CRISPR, of which you have a handle on, uh, because we covered that a few episodes ago. And so now he's talking about how they took a yeast cell and programmed it where he could create anything perfume petroleum where they can create anything anything using this yeast cell folks think about that for a moment we'll be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to TV slash gold. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard, folks. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. So now we know that the military... And this former CIA operative, Dr. Chucky Morgan, Charles Morgan III, are so excited it's frankly awesome that they can use their mind to control a horde of rats. I don't know. What is it? A school of rats? I'm not sure. But anyway, we know they can do that now. So that's fascinating. That is fascinating. So next time there's a a pack of cockroaches running through your basement, just know it's okay. It might just be someone in the military controlling them. All right, let's continue, folks. This stuff is wild, though. It is wild. All right, let's get back to Morgan. So in medicine, the goal in medicine now
1: is to be able to do uh, designer medicine and therapy. If we can design a cell to get into your body and release the right product for you, you won't be losing half the drugs you take through your liver when you swallow a pill and it gets digested. These can be inserted into you through the hypospray uh, needles, almost like Dr. McCoy on Star Trek. Giving you the hyperspray, it just blasts.
0: Okay, so there you go. Now he's going to use Star Trek, you know, Dr. McCoy and the hyperspray to make his point about what we have available now. So you see Star Trek, all this stuff, was all predictive programming it was uh, desensitizing people to the technologies that would eventually come out. And you say, oh, cool, that's like whatever from Star Trek. Well, the question is, again, does life imitate art or does art imitate life? Do the the government people developing this know that this stuff is already in the works and coming out? And so they pass these secrets on to their buddies in Hollywood production, and then they work them into the movie scripts, and then it helps... Uh, desensitize people to the technologies. It helps normalize the technologies that are going to come out in the next generation. So you put it into shows in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and then you have it come out in the 2000s. And so now the people who saw it as children now see it in real life as adults, and they go, wow, that's cool. They're actually catching up to the movies. Well, that is all about mind control also, folks, that's propaganda. That's how it works. All right, let's continue.
1: Now plasmids into your squamous cells. But uh, Ventner was able to do that and has the patent on the technology. But you can engineer anything. You can engineer a unique thing that would only kill one person in the world. Oh, Okay, okay. Did you
0: hear that? Did Did you hear what he just said? What he's so excited about there? What he said in passing? Let me rewind that and see if you caught that into your squamous cells. But
1: uh, Ventner was able to do that and has the patent on the technology. But you can engineer anything. You can engineer
0: a unique thing that would only kill one person in the world. You can engineer a unique thing that would only kill one person in the entire world. Folks, they have your dna you either willingly gave it to 23 and me you know companies like ancestry.com to your doctor's office to orchid biosciences uh folks you gave it to the people who were making 12 bucks an hour working in the parking lot of the local Salvation Army that shoved a tip up into your brain and took a swab out of your nose. Or the people who handed you a cup and you spit into it. Or the people that got you to swab the inside of your mouth and mail them a Q-tip. All because... I don't know, you were afraid of COVID, or your work forced you to take a test, or maybe you wanted to know your ancestral heritage. And so there are many, many, many ways that they have gained access to our DNA. And so one of the things I want to bring up in this moment, it's a good place to put this in here. I tweeted about this because i was thinking about it the other night if you take orchid biosciences the company doing the in vitro select your own embryo program and i told you the woman who runs that north is a peter thiel fellow i'm not going to go into a whole sidebar on thiel if you haven't listened to the episodes on him just Look them up on the free podcast and listen to them or go over to pain.tv slash gold and get the ad-free video version. Um, But so Peter Thiel's fellow, you know, one of his mentors, his minions, runs Orchid Biosciences. And part of what they're moving into is the designer baby market. And what they do with the CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing is that they clip a piece of the bad DNA or what they would call the bad DNA or the trait that you don't want your child to inherit, for instance, your irritable bowel disease. And then they replace that with what they call the good DNA. Well, you'd say to yourself, where's the good DNA coming from? Well, who is one of the largest investors in orchid biosciences? And I'm just using this one company as an example. But the largest investor is the CEO of 23andMe, a company that collected DNA samples from millions upon millions of people under the guise, I believe, this is my opinion, to return to you your ancestry or your medical history in your family lineage. But they also have all this DNA on file. Remember, the woman who's the CEO of 23andMe is married to Sergey Brin, the founder of Google, a government front company. And so 23andMe has access to a lot of DNA. I don't know. Is that DNA being chopped up and used to fuse into other DNA using CRISPR-type technology? Are you willingly giving your dna to 23andme to have your ancestry done but then they are using that dna as the healthy dna to splice into human embryos and such as they create designer babies i don't know i'm just asking the question would peter nygaard with jeffrey epstein would elon musk and these others utilize that type of technology to build a super race i don't know i'm just asking the question and so now you're hearing dr charles morgan iii in a presentation developed off of a presentation that he gave to the cia on all of these technologies that he keeps his eye on and that he works to help develop over at university of new haven and he's talking about how they could create right there just nonchalant he says we can create something that would kill one individual person because they can target your DNA. So let's say they released a virus that would only kill one person, right? They release it in New York City. They know it's going to spread. Maybe it's airborne. And there's someone they're targeting in New York City they want dead, I don't know, some head of state or something, let's just say. And so they release it, it's airborne, it blows all over New York, and then it only kills one person. No one ever knows about it. Just that one guy had a heart attack. But if they can do that, they can kill a family of people. If they can do that, they can kill a certain select group of people. Or... 50 individual people in New York that they want to target and kill, so they release an airborne disease that's designed to only kill those 50 people. They can kill a group of people based on their ethnic heritage, based on their bloodline, based on a number of traits. See, once they can do this, it falls under Yuval Noah Harari. He's saying that we are hackable animals because he's talking about biohacking. He's talking about mind control. He's talking about targeting humanity. And so, as Morgan just said there, they can kill one individual person with something they developed just to kill that person. They can also kill everyone over the age of 60. They can kill everyone over the age of 60 who's white. They can kill everyone over the age of 60 who's white and who comes from a certain bloodline oh yeah folks they can do it and dr morgan just admitted it right there again he's not some pot smoking eighth grade biology teacher who wishes he was at the level of dr morgan in his career this guy is a former cia official and someone who works under government grants who also helps select the top special operators. He's the real deal. This guy is a high-level transhumanist technocrat. And you just listen to him say, they can create something that can kill one person. They also could release a virus that could kill a a select group of people. They also, folks, I hate to say this, but they could cook up a batch of a COVID jab. And within that jab, within the liquid, there could be all types of things in there designed to trigger certain diseases, certain illnesses, certain superhuman powers for certain people that when they inject them into my arm, the effect would be different than on your arm because maybe the, the shot that we're all taking the same shot, but in there are certain technologies that could target cancer to grow inside of me, but maybe inside of you because you're targeted because you're black and I'm white, that I get the cancer and you get the stroke that's going to hit you in three months. I don't know. But if they can target something down to one individual person, then they can develop something that can take out groups of people. That's a scary thought, folks. All right, let's continue. It's how it's done. You put in a
1: specific gene slicing. You program what you like. You put it in the cell and it can reproduce and make as much as you like. For those of you who don't know, your DNA is usually all wrapped up in tight little coils. And so what you're doing is when you create plasmids and put them into cells, it sends a signal and tells which portion of the DNA should unwrap, unfold and produce a product. Now This is the future of medicine. Uh, when you look at this technology in medicine and say, this is going to be done to help people, right? We want to be able to give them medicines. So we actually want to correct for genetic deficits. If a kid's born with a genetic anomaly, With the CRISPR technology, the feeling is we can create the portion of the gene they're missing and go have it spliced back in. And that may help a child, either if it's in utero development or once they're older, to have the missing substance actively produced. What would you do with this if you were in security and intelligence?
0: Well, you can do a number of things. Okay, now listen carefully here. Because he just stated what i always state right you think of this technology that it could be used to help people that it could fix a child and repair some of his illnesses or certain deficiencies he may have but he says what can you do with it what would you do with it if you were in say intelligence And so over here, that's how we try to think, folks. I think of the intelligence people as evil. And so I try to put my mindset into the mind, into the thought process of an evil person. And so that's what he says. You think of it that it could be used to do all these wonderful things. And that is how they always sell it to the public, because most people are generally good-natured or they at least, at least like to pretend they are. And so they're going to sell it as helping people, as repairing the weak. But what is its purpose from the standpoint of intelligence or military all right folks i need to take a quick break really think about that because this is now coming from a mind of a madman and this is how i always try to present my case to you so i try to look at it from someone like him from his standpoint and then try to make you think about what's the next step what are they really going to do with it And you'll hear Elon Musk and the rest of them always double talk. This is why I call them fork-tongue devils. So Morgan is sitting here talking about it openly because he's talking to a room full of West Point military cadets who he obviously believes are on the same wavelength as him or he is at least training them to be a psychopath like him. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold